Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 42 days until opening day. Driven by Jeep. Ah, Yankees. The home of Yankees baseball is the fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. God, 11-0-3 the fan. It's Tiki and Tierney. Um... Yeah, I like T. Cool is not very active on social media. I'm not. No. Nope. Probably smart at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, I'll, I like to engage with some, you know, some fans, whether it's, um, you know, good, bad, and different, whatever. I, I've always enjoyed that, right? I think it's, uh, you know, a good liaison to the show. I think it's good for the brand. I think it's good for us. And, and, and I genuinely enjoy it. I enjoy communication, right? Come at me, punk. <laughs> I can <laughs> handle yes, the translation. Smoke. Bring it. Nah. <laughs> uh, and, and, but I get hit with something today. And it's not a bad thing, but it, it, it is maddening to me. Uh, and, and I don't know how to respond to this. All okay. right. So I didn't see this. No, it's not a bad hear. thing. It's just, it's confounding. All okay. right. At Dan underscore Skelly. He says, uh, I listen to the show every day. I love you guys. But, BT, you keep saying how talented the Jets are. Doesn't matter with this team. You should know that by now. They're still the Jets. Oh. Uh, he, oh. Nobody in their right mind wants to go there. Tom Brady in his prime would have gone 8-9 and nine with this franchise. Mm. So, like, I see those tweets. And, and you know, Dan's not alone. Mm-hmm. And I say to myself, right, you got two options when you wake up. Take a deep breath. <laughs> or lights out. Exactly. And you know, I know it's been very dark with these Jets here and some other teams in this town. I, I just, I don't understand that mindset at all. No. I don't it, get it's it. Almost like a def- it's like you default to just loserdom. Is it, well, yes. <laughs> or is it more like, like a, a protective, a, like a protection mechanism? And if I don't believe that things mm. will get better... If they don't, I won't get hurt. Yeah. Whereas, like me, who's probably the fool at the end of the day. Yeah. I have no expectation there. I project I optimism, yeah. and I probably will get hurt I think more. You so. Should I mean why? Because then, when it happens, you re- you can almost say, "I knew it was going to happen," and I and, and it and it feels fulfilling. Yeah. As opposed to when it happens, you feel surprised. Like, oh my god, I can't believe we're good. Like, no, we expected to be good. I think I, look, strange mentality. It is a very strange. Very strange. But I guess that's when when you've had so many years. Talking about for the Jets, you've had so many years of of disappointment and just like these intermittent successes. You just get conditioned to it. It's true. But I, I mean, to me, all you got to do is just legit. Just look at the roster. Right. Go watch the 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 games and see some of the things that these guys are doing. And it's hard, I know, because quarterback drives everything, and the quarterback play was, you know, was left a lot to be desired. But it's still there, man. You have the offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, 
How are you saying there's not anything there? Because it all comes test. down to quarterback play. It all that's it. You either have one or you don't. Yeah. That's it. Which is why the Giants need to keep theirs. Oh, no and, question. And, and, and avoid being in a desperate spot like the Jets are. I'll tell you what, man. It, it's crazy. You think about now. This year was was certainly fun and galvanizing for the Giants and their fans. But if you're a 20 year old college kid right now, mm-hmm. and you're a Jets or a Giants fan, what have you had? Because 10 years of hell, and, you know, I processed baseball earlier than I did football. Like, when I was, like, 8, 9, like, I always found football confusing, like, the nuance. Yeah. I didn't understand it's the trenches. Com- I didn't yeah. understand any of that stuff. It's a complicated game to understand. Like, you ch- we, we, like, we had a sitter that lived and came from Germany, an au pair that came oh, from yeah, Germany. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. And we were trying to teach her. I was trying to teach her football. It was impossible. It was uh, it was absolutely impossible because she was like, well, why do they have this many? Why do you have four downs? And, you know, why do you do it this way? And it's just like, it's just the rules. It's just the way it is. You don't like it. Go back to Germany. Exactly. It's not soccer. <laughs> but it is. It's hard to teach it unless you really grew up with it. And I say that because, you know, yeah. So if you're that 20-year-old kid on a college campus and you're saying, all right, you know, I've had a rough road with the Jets and the Giants. Yes, you, you, you may have been watching the Jets or the Giants were at, at age six or seven, mm-hmm. but were you really reveling in whatever success they ain't? Probably not because it's it's a confusing sport at that age. Yeah. So it's been, been a long So I understand the mindset, I guess, but I don't understand that mindset with Giant fans. And coming into this year, Giant fans – we're starting to take on the mindset that a lot of Jet fans yeah. are projected. Yeah. Which to me is just wackyville. We told you. With two championships in the last 15 years. But we told you it was going to be wrong because we went over there and solved the Giants. They were hustling. Yeah, that's right. The preseason. They were, they were, you could, you could feel it. You could feel it was about to change for the Giants. Well, we had to end the curse. We did. That's what happened. Let's get uh, Timmy in Hillsborough. Uh, Hillsborough. Tim, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Tim? Tim? Hey, yeah, Tiki, just real quick before I get started on Daniel Jones, uh, we had the same college football coach, I believe. You went to Virginia, and you were, you played for Welch. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played for Welch when he was uh, at Navy. Oh, nice. All right, so yeah. you were so you yeah. were in the service. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I was uh, captain of the team my senior year. I was an All-American, but uh, I had to do the my five years. And, uh, yeah. you know, How'd you do against Army? How'd well, you do against well, Army? Well, thank you for your service, first of all. Yes, sir. Tim. Thanks. Yeah, it was great. I did eight years of active duty, and I was in the reserves for 22. So I did 13 years. Oh, wow. Great. Now, how'd you do against Army? (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, Boy, you're being a wise guy this morning. Okay. No, no, I'm curious. I'm I'm curious. I never lost to Army. I was going to say, Welsh would never lose back then. Love it. No, but wait wait, wait, guys. I got a caveat to that. There's a caveat. Go ahead. My senior year. We tied three three. Oh, bar burner. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, listen, listen. In that game, I recovered two fumbles to stop Army Drive. Okay, that works. Where was the game? Was it at the Metal? Where was that game? No, no, it was the Vet. It was the Vet. Oh, the Vet. Yeah, they used to do it at the Vet a lot. Baltimore had it for a couple. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, uh, Coach Welsh was awesome. He was an awesome coach. Yeah, if you remember, George left after my senior year. That's right, and he came down to Virginia because he had to save that our Virginia program, which was terrible. I mean, and he did great. He oh, did he did great. great. I remember BT was here. I found out I was on yes. air when when he passed away. I, I found out that. here. It was yeah. it was. Yeah. I mean, I've I've Bart? never had to leave the studio. I had to leave the studio. He was, he had such an impact on my life, George Wells. All, he's yeah. an unbelievable man. 
Yeah, he, you know, people don't realize, Tiki, that he was a second-team All-American quarterback when he played for yeah. Navy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, and he, yeah, he's in the, actually, he's in the college uh, football hall of fame. Yeah. Did he ever do the polka for you guys? No, no. <laughs> he, did the, he did the polka. Or maybe we were just calling it the polka because whatever crazy dance he was doing, I forgot what game we won. We were on the road. We won We won a game, and he was doing the polka on the plane. We are like, come on, George. That's cool. Uh, that's, not the, that's not the George Welch I knew. No, nah, he, he, he was getting old. He, he, retired a co- he retired a couple years after that, after uh, Aaron Brooks left and came to the NFL. He, he, he hung it up. So he had yeah, softened yeah. just a little bit from those Navy midshipman days. Yeah, he did. He was tough on us. He was tough on us, believe me. Yeah. So it's okay. Anyway, well, I just want to say, I mean, I'm not a big pro guy. I, you know, I grew up in New Jersey. I've seen the Giants. I've seen the Jets. Actually, I grew up in Hackensack, if you can believe that. Oh, yeah. Land. yeah. And, and uh, actually, I was a retired professional firefighter from Hackensack. But the, uh, but the thing is, with, with Daniel Jones, some days he looks like a, a, you know, an all-pro and then some days he looks like a peewee guy. I mean, and that's why you're in the dichotomy you're in now. No one can decide what to do if they yeah. have people to keep him. But I tell you what, they need to keep him because of the situation with the quarterbacks exist now. But like I said, I'm not a big uh, pro guy. I'm a big college guy. I, I, you know, I go to as many Navy games as I can. And, uh, you know, I, I, watch, I watch college football very closely. Matter of fact, Harry Heastan, who, who was the offensive line coach for Notre Dame, who just retired, is a, a real good friend of mine. Oh, nice. We have, yeah, we actually went to prep school together. Oh, dude, so you think he's had a nice life yeah, so far, yeah, huh, man. boy Tim. Yeah, God appreciate you, your twenty-two Thanks, years in the reserves yep. and eight and active. Uh, good deal, yeah. man. Thanks for giving us a call, brother. Have a great Thank weekend. Appreciate the call. There, always love stuff. to reminisce about George Wells too. He was awesome. I remember the day that you got the news yeah. that he passed. You were, you were absolutely, you were, you were broken. Yeah, that was that, hard. that was hard. God, I don't think I knew. I think I realized he was sick. I knew he was getting a little bit older, but I don't, I don't know if he it was if he. If it was cancer or something like that, and just just kind of happened. How did he recruit you in Rwanda? Did he come to your home? So I don't know that story. So, so we got recruited by um, Danny Wilmer, who was one of the great recruiters in the in the Virginia, North Carolina area. Yep. Uh, and he came down. He had this southern accent. Came to the house. Came to the house. Right. No, he actually came to the school, and then you know later the day he came to the house. But and he had this southern accent. He was just like good old boy. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. Just, it was awesome. And then we hit it off with Coach Wilmer. Like, I, I really like this dude. And he's, like, cussing at us about, you know, Florida State and all these other schools in the ACC. And then George came, like, two weeks later to our house. So okay. Our, 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 our townhouse, whatever, apartment. We lived in affordable housing back then. But he came, sitting in the living room. You don't, you don't know. You know me now as just, like, you know, I don't shut up. I talk all the time. Rondé's the same way. Back then, mm-hmm. if we didn't know you, we didn't say three words <laughs> to you. I can see that, actually. George, me, George, Rondé, my mom, are <laughs> in this living room. The only person that's talking is my mom. Uh-huh. George said nothing. We said <laughs> nothing. Yeah, because we, we, were, we were shy, and he yeah. just he's just stoic. right? He just doesn't talk a lot. Like, yeah, you guys want to come? You know, Virginia's a great school. <laughs> like, Did he have a little briefcase with, like, uh, no, the academic have, curriculum and the housing and he stuff? He and... didn't have anything. He Did just, your mom make dinner? He, what, do you remember that? No, like, was we just it... had, like, I don't know, lemonade or something, uh-huh. some snacks. I forget we were eating chips or something. <laughs> but he, I swear to you, it was, like, 20 words in the 40 minutes that he was there. Wow. And, most of, and all of the, the talking was my mom. Oh, my um, goodness. But we liked him. We, like, we laughed. We were like, oh, I kind of like that guy. Oh, man. That's how it started, yeah. huh? That's good. We went, we went and visited Clemson, hated it, and we went 
we were scheduled to visit Michigan. Michigan got snowed out. Got snowed I out. I know that story. We called George the next week. We're like, George, we're coming to Virginia. Did he bring any money to the house? No, we got Did no money. Did he drop off a bag? We got no money. They should ask for some money. They, they said, go take the ACT. <laughs> I would have my hands out. I've always told you that. That's why I don't begrudge these kids. I don't. I, now. You mean now. I, I, or then. Yeah. You're going to give me $100,000 on poor? Yeah. I'm taking every penny. I, I'm I mean, actually, I'm asking for 200 is what I'm doing. The problem was we weren't. Come on. We weren't like elite recruit. I mean, no, I mean in general. We, we I'm not even we didn't, pertaining we didn't to have, you guys. We didn't have stars. Yeah. Like, I don't think, back, I mean, you know, now it's like, oh, it's a four-star recruit. I don't remember that when well, I was. Back, well, there was no websites back then, yeah. really, and back then it was the magazines. It was Street and Smith yes. for basketball. Yes. Yes. So I would read, like, you know, top 100 freshmen, top 100 sophomore. Like, I don't ever remember being rated yeah. as a recruit. Now I wonder if, if there's when a they, database. I gotta, yeah. I gotta try to find when something. We, on you when guys. we signed with Virginia, it was like a big deal in Virginia because they were like, "Oh, the, you know, two of these, you know, Southwest Virginia stars are staying in state and going to Virginia." Yep. But it wasn't like, "Yeah, he's Tiki's a five star or a four star recruit. Ronde's a four or whatever." They didn't have any of that. Too bad uh, you couldn't get AI to come with you. Yeah. Imagine that. AI was the dude. Man. He, well, he, how sick was he in football? He was. He did everything: quarterback, kick returner, safety. Every time he touched the ball, he scored. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Uh, let's get uh, Don in Levittown. What's going on, Don? How are you today? What's up, Don? How you doing, guys? Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Thank you for calling. Uh, curious about uh, when is Dexter Lawrence due for a contract? Uh, he's got his fifth-year option coming, and so they're talking extension now. Um, so hopefully it happens soon. But, look, the Giants are going to they're gonna have to make some room. Um, you know, restructure. There's ways to do it, like restructuring whoever, Linda Williams, whoever it may be. But Dexter Lawrence is he's the, he's become that guy. Yep. They're, they're talking about him like he's Aaron Donald now. No, he's not Aaron Donald. But if you have him one, of, you know, man to man, and I think Wink did a, a great job scheming him into one on one opportunities a lot last year. He crushed it. Um, incident. So, just so you know, uh, Dexter Lawrence is on his fifth year option. They picked up his fifth year option this year, which is about roughly twelve million dollars. Uh, so he's 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 on the roster and he's under contract for next season. I think they would like to do an extension to keep him there for the foreseeable future. I would think so. Uh, he certainly earned it. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's get Norman Peekskill. What's happening, Norm? How you doing today? What's up, Norm? Hey, what's up, guys? Love the show as usual. Thank you, bro. Um, what do you think of Lamar Jackson as a second option for the Jets? I mean, I heard that t- today. I mean, we talked about this a couple of a months, few months ago during the middle of the regular season when we were thinking of options for the Jets. I, I like Lamar. I think he'd be fun with the Jets. Um, but I don't think he's a realistic option for the Jets. Um, one, because of Nathaniel Hackett and his, the system that he runs. It, it would force Nathaniel Hackett to do things that he hasn't historically done. Not saying that he couldn't do no, it. No, I got you. Because, I mean, Nate's a smart guy, and I think he's he's a football football's coach, you know what I mean? So I think he'd be he'd figure it out, but it's, it's, it's outside his expertise. Yep. Uh, current expertise. Could he learn it? Sure, everybody does. Well, plus, they just brought Munkin in. Exactly. And so, and he was conferred on that. That's right. So you th- you think about what's happening in Baltimore. It is they know the money. The money's fine. I think they're fine with the money. They just don't want to guarantee it all, mm-hmm. which is what Lamar wants. And they're they're letting him advise, as BT just said, 
on who's coming in as the offensive coordinator. So clearly, there's the inside track is to Baltimore. And come next week, when we talk about this franchise tag, you can you can take this to the bank. They are exclusive franchise tagging him. Like if if they don't work out a deal, he's making forty five million dollars next year. Trust me, and he's not negotiating with anybody else other than the Baltimore. But are Ravens. we sure he planned that? I, I, I thought he didn't play this year, and he was fine. Yeah, or maybe not fine, but you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, just I got a little bit, a little bit too much of a little something. Yeah. So I'm gonna sit out. Uh, there were some questions at the well, end. Uh, yeah, there I were. mean, if it was happening here, I think it would have been the main story. We would, we would have been going nuts. Yeah, I mean, if that was and, our quarterback. And think about it. They had a was it Cincinnati? They had a chance to beat, and then. Um, the kid fumbled, or I forget what it was. The backup fumbled, right? Huntley, yeah, Huntley. They had a sh- real shot to do some things in the playoffs if Lamar Jackson had played, because they played great, but they ended up losing, you know, the games because Lamar Jackson wasn't there. He's a difference maker. I just don't think he's actually going to be available. I don't think so either. You mentioned Hackett. You bumped into him at the Super Bowl, right? No, no. Ronde knows him. Oh, Ronde well. knows him. So okay. Ronde, when we Ronde and I were hanging out, um. Yeah, just, so, uh, the, I'm forgetting the punter's name now. I'm for what team? Uh, for the Giants. Former uh, Jeff Eagles. Fiegels. Jeff Eagles reached out to me mm-hmm. because he's like, oh, I got a guy who's going to move. He's moving to the Jets. I'm like, who? He's like Nathaniel Hackett. So he wants to know about Florham Park. He wants to know about private schools in the area. And so I'm telling Rondé this. He's like, oh, Hack's, uh, Nate's my dude. So Nate and, and Rondé FaceTime, and I'm there with Rondé with her FaceTime. And then, you know, we're having this conversation. We're talking about... His his short stint in Denver mm-hmm. and all the things that went awry, which I'll tell you about. When and it wasn't him, yeah. as much as it was him with the timeouts and stuff, it was the other stuff. And then he, we were talking about Zach. And what was he saying about just, Zach? He's, like, he's, he's he's we know he's a project, yeah. right? We know that there's work to do there, but so he, not incredibly enthused to he, work with. But Zach. he's towing the uh, the same line as as um, Robert Sala, which is they're not quitting on him, right? They're not just tossing him. To the to the to the scrap heap, and I didn't mm-hmm. ask him this, mm-hmm. but I subsequently asked subsequently asked Ronde this. I'm like, who does he want? And he's like, you know, he wants Aaron Rodgers. Rogers, you on. know, he wants Rodgers, obviously. So it's just no, a he matter. Wants Tannehill. Exactly, it's a matter of him getting. If he gets what he wants, then Aaron Rodgers will be here. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. We got Isaiah Hodgins coming up in an hour. Your calls as well up until two. And then it's Carton and Roberts on the fan. Ball is loose, and it's alive. And then going into the end zone is Steve Gregory. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball out. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 11.28, back on the Fantique and Tierney. So, I don't know if you guys saw this on social media, but uh, Mr. Machado is going to opt out and will be a free agent next season. There's been a lot of ties to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a position of need. And uh, why, would he, why would he leave? I know he, he's opting out for more money, but do you think he would leave? San Diego? Yeah. Because I, mean, I don't know if I would. Exactly. They're spending so much money. Like, they're trying really hard to be relevant. And, it, I mean, God, it is one of the most beautiful places in the in the country. Homelessness is a big issue, like San yeah, Francisco. True, but, I mean, true. in terms of just the aesthetics of the of the city, 
Yeah. Yeah. Beach. It's 80 degrees every day. It never rains. I, I, I would find it's it blue very skies. hard from a personal standpoint. I hear you. To leave San Diego to come east, potentially, because that's what we're just assuming. Once sure, it comes sure. To the Yankees. But I mean, he's opting out for money. But, I mean, San Diego feels like the team on the come in the next two, three years or so, right? Soto, they hold on to. Maybe they maybe they hold on to him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like Tatis, if he gets his... Well, they're one of them. I think the yeah. Braves are there as well. I mean, Braves have a, a surplus of young kids. Um, we'll see how the Mets young kids shake out. You think it's an overshadow thing, maybe? No. No, I think he might miss the energy of, of East Coast baseball. Mm. I, I do. I think that's possible. Uh, that's the only reason you leave San Diego. And, unless and, you're from here. And that's real, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean... Do you think they care that much in San Diego about the Padres? Uh, it's it's unique. There's not yeah. much out there any without no. the Chargers. You know, the San Diego Aztecs only take you so far in terms yeah. of passion and fandom. Yeah. But Chargers are gone, you know, and, you know, really, even even going back to, you know, when, when we were kids, I mean, you know, the Padres always had... What did they pull? Pretty good imprint. What do you mean? Attendance? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would, I'm going to guess last year with that team... Uh, 81 games. I would have to think that they were. I'm going to guess 2.3. I don't know where I'm pulling that from, but <laughs> can you uh, can you possibly find the number for us, Mister Sue? I don't know why I have a feeling you're going to be so close to it. I don't know. That's an odd one. I have the number right here. Yeah. What yeah. Is it? All right. It is 2.987. Even yeah. better. By the way, I mean, almost three. It's fourth. Mm. It's fourth in the in the West. It's a beautiful. Well, state. you probably have a lot of people that go to. Watch their team out in San Diego. You know, nice little vacation. Yeah, and as as BT just said, what else are you? What other sport are you going to watch? Professional sport is not the Chargers are gone. I mean, yeah, not that they cross over that much. I mean, and they're it, attacking it by spending, and they're turning every little kind of five or six year old kid into rabid, not just Padre yeah. fans, rabid Padre fans. It kind of Smart. feels very appealing. Yeah, be in San yeah. Diego. Yeah, just, for sure. Unless you again, unless you miss going into Fenway a couple times a yeah. year and playing in the Bronx and playing, you know, up and down the Eastern Seaboard, where you know there's a different level of of energy. Yeah, you just don't get the you don't get the the coverage either, like the same kind of national coverage that you get from being East Coast, whatever team it is on the East Coast. No, never tell you the time. I don't think I told you this one that Greg Maddox. Threw me a baseball was at, at San Diego. <laughs> this is one of the 30 baseballs that BT's <laughs> gotten in his, in his baseball life. Yeah, yeah. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I, I, by the way, I think I lost 28 of them. I have no <laughs> idea what the hell they are. They mean nothing to me. Like, the only thing, the only balls that mean anything to me that I have that are, are, are signed, Hank Aaron, Mattingly, that's it. I'm not going to collect random BP, yeah. but whatever. Um, I used them. I gave them away to kids. Or before I had kids, I lost them in all the different moves I had. Long story short. So I'm in Sandy. I'm living in Vegas, and Tony Gwynn's getting. You know this part. Gwynn's getting ready to retire. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go see him play oh, before yes, he retires. Yes, he wants to pull his hamstring as I'm in the parking. <laughs> now batting. It's true. Now batting for the Padres. Tony Gwynn at Zoo. True story. We're walking with beer in hand into Qualcomm, the old the old stadium, and Gwynn pulls his hamstring. We drove to see him play. <laughs> he we didn't see him play. So the next day, we almost went to Tijuana. Jesus, I mean, that was a complete <laughs> well. God, dude. I mean, that was an interesting couple of days. But long story short, again, the next day they were playing a doubleheader, right? Yeah. And they were playing the Braves. And I had read uh, one of the golf courses, maybe Legacy, that sounds right, that I played in Las Vegas. There was one of those like golf magazines for free in the pro shop. And it was Greg and Mike Maddox, an article on them uh, about their golfing prowess. I think Mike at that point lived in Vegas. And I had read it. And then like five days later, I happened to be in San Diego and Greg Maddox is there because they're playing the Braves. So I'm yelling, I'm 23, 24, I'm somewhat civil. Hey, Greg, throw me a ball. Throw me a ball. He was in shortish center field shagging during yeah. BP. I'm in left the left field stands. He ignores me. Then I read, I'm like, hey, I read the article on you and your brother. As soon as I mentioned golf, he turned around. He took a baseball out of his, this is a true story, swear to God, took a baseball out of his back pocket off one foot, didn't throw it incredibly hard. Yeah. He hit my hand. I must have been at least 115 feet away. <laughs> I don't think my hand moved an inch. Wow. wow. Not an inch. Wow. It's amazing how elite, like, professional athletes are at what they do. But especially him. His yeah. prowess was impeccable oh, control. That's what he, that's my what he God. I mean, he wasn't, he didn't blow in your way, but he was dotting it. He was, oh, dotting it. That sounds good. I like the I think CeCe said dotting. that yesterday or two days ago. Oh, you picked it up from CeCe. <laughs> let's, get, uh, let's get Whitey in Massapequa. Well, Whitey, what's happening, buddy? How are you? Hey, Tiki. Hey, Brandon. I got uh, two questions for you. What's up, man? Hey, Whitey. What's up? Uh, not much. Number one, what is the percentage that you guys think Mike White's going to be the starter for the Jets? Zero. Oh, oh. I would say I would say less than 5%. 
Less than five. I do think I do think he ends up re-signing here, but less than five. As a backup. Yeah, as a backup, or I mean, unless somebody gives him a deal. But I don't see. I think midway through the season last year, somebody was giving him a deal. After this mm-hmm. way, it ended, or he had. I don't think he's getting the. I'm free not sure he's on the team. To be honest with you, Whitey. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're not going to have yeah. Rogers, White, and Zach. Uh, I think if it's Rogers. It's then just Zach, Zach stays. It's just Zach and a project. Like yeah, some project. like, I, I, you know, as the starter, I'm going to stick with zero unless he's here and the starter gets hurt, which would be oh, catastrophic. Like, can you imagine if they got mm-hmm. Rodgers and he got hurt in camp? No. Oh, jeez, I no. can't even forget no. it. Then I, I give up. But I don't think it's a very high percentage at all. And I respect uh, Mike, but he's he's you, you can't roll it back that way. No yeah. way. Yeah, and then number two, uh, somewhat of a big year for the Giants. Dave Ball winning coach of the year, nine wins. Awesome. Uh, Yan- Yankees opening day about a month away. They got San Fran Giants come to town. Any chance the coaches <laughs> and a few of the players from each team get together and celebrate? Yeah, you know, <laughs> Hank, let's call Frances and let's ask him. He's got some good thoughts on that, Whitey. And Whitey, who do you think you're dealing with, man? Hey, come on, Whitey. You think I woke up yesterday, dude? Uh, I love you guys. <laughs> right back to you. Come Appreciate on, you, Whitey. Man, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, that's actually true. I think I don't even know if you know that. I don't. There was. It's on YouTube. You can find it immediately. Uh, there was, a, and it was after Mad Dog had left. Zoo, just to be fair, pop it up and find out what. Fi- actually, pl- I want to play it on the air. We're allowed to, right? It's FAN proper. Okay, no trademark, so find it. Anyway, I don't know what happened. What happened? This guy, I'm, he's going to find it. We're going to play it. The guy calls up. He's like, "Hey, Mike, uh, do you think the uh, the San Francisco Giants and the New York Giants go out to lunch or, or some sort of like? Do they get together?" And he's trying to clown Mike. Yeah, and Mike's like, "What?" <laughs> it is complete and utter disgust. Maybe a little dismayed, maybe a little disinterested at that, but I don't know. But you got it. You find it? I want to hear this. Now I want to hear it. Come on, Whitey. I mean, I'm not saying you're never going to get me, but you're not getting me with what that. What year was this? Was it? I would say it was within, let's was see. I here? Hold on. Well, we were question. certainly we were down the hall. Oh, so it was yeah, while, man. And so it was past my career. That's oh, interesting. This is probably right around the year Mike and I blew up with each other here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say. I'm going to guess that, let's see, Chris left when he left. Uh, then he was on FS1 for a little bit. For, I, if I had to guess, I'm going to say maybe 13, mm. maybe 12, maybe a year before we came. Zoo, can we find it? Maybe he'll find we it. We found it. What year is it from? It is from 2015. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Let, let's hear it. Let's go. Dan and Warwick, what's up, Dan? Uh, hey, Mike, uh, I just got a, uh, a question about the Giants. Uh, in your years of experience, have you ever seen, uh, you know, this, how the San Francisco Giants were once the New York Giants? Has, has there ever been either a franchise-to-franchise franchise or maybe even player-to-player player get-together when San Francisco comes to New York? Like, do they ever say hi, maybe, uh, I don't know, go out to dinner or something? Uh, oh, I don't know. What, is, what are you talking about? Is there ever any interaction when the San Francisco Giants come to New York or vice versa? The San Francisco Giants come to New York and do what? <laughs> have a game. Uh, you know, play they, the, they play against the Mets, and what do you want to happen now? Do the, do the New York Giants ever reach out to them, either the players or the franchises? The football you know, Giants? They, yeah, the football Giants. Well, what is the connection between the San Francisco Giants and the football Giants? Well, they used to be in New York, and they got the same name. But they have they have nothing to do with each other though. There's no connection. Then they have different ownership. They there's no connection between the two teams. I don't know how Mike hasn't flipped out yet. That's it, huh? Yeah, it kept going. 
How much longer did that go? There's actually another minute and change. You gotta be kidding wow. me. Wow. Oh. Wow. That, did, I mean, he, it, did Mike ever figure out he was messing with him? I mean, eventually, I'm sure if somebody who was and going to the think there's and, a blow And then he went there. crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure I, I it was I gotta tell you I what, mean, if so, like if you hadn't if I I didn't hear that. So I don't remember that. Yeah, no, and even we were on the we national, have our roles, We were on the national network at the time. Yes. Right? Because we started in thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um I would not. I would have. If Dan had just said that to me, you weren't here. I'd have been like, "What the hell are you that's talking?" I'd have done the just, same thing. So let me just give, uh, let's said, keep what, it moving. What the hell are you talking about? I, dude? That's. I mean, that's where you have to bust out the hand wave. Like he should have been hand waved forty five seconds into that exchange. Oh man, that was funny. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. And if you take it as a diss to Francesca, that's not. We're just no. having a little fun with Mike. It is his. Uh, it is his studio. Mike is the man. And um, although. Did you see the new sign on the door? <laughs> I did see the new sign. It's now sign. a handwritten note. It is a handwritten note because someone stole the actual note. It says 30 years of dominance, number, N-U-M-B-A-H, mm-hmm. one, Francesa, and it's true. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. It's uh, 11.46, Tiki and Tierney back on the fans since you're probably wrapped up in other stuff and it's so early in the golf season that you're probably not paying a lot of attention to Tiger Woods. Uh, we'll pay attention to Tiger for you. Tiger who? Tiger Wu. Rough you. start so far from Tiger Uh-oh. Woods here. A couple of bogeys out of the shoot here. So a promising day one. I mean, listen, he's on the course. It's amazing. God bless him. It's great to even see him out there. But he was minus two yesterday and he had, I think it was five birdies. And today starts on the back nine. He goes par, par, and he goes bogey, bogey, birdie. So, little, little wobbly. Yeah, not to be uh, unexpected. Yeah, he finished strong yesterday. But I remember when was the last time we saw him play? Was it the Open Championship or was it? Oh, jeez, I can't remember. Yeah, whatever it was, it was last year. I mean, he looked rough. Yeah, like limping around. Yeah. You could tell he was still physically not even close. Yesterday, I watched a lot of his round. Like he he was walking fine. Like he looked like he was comfortable. Except when he's going uphill, it's a dredge. Right. But it, at least that limp wasn't there. That like pronounced limp. See, I saw some limp at the at the end. Mm. That's gonna be with him forever. But I mean, his whole it's just his fatigue leg repaired. It's fatigue. Yeah. Right at this point, it's is is after a while, his body just kind of starts to. Say, all right, we're good. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. But yesterday he played great. Yeah. And listen, is. he's the kind of guy, you know, especially with, with Liv and how it's splintered and fills off the radar and mm-hmm. you know, this uh this division among so many of the um the the galaxy of golfing stars. And just keep trotting Tiger out there. If he can do it, I don't care if he shoots seventy five. Yep. Just wave, have fun, enjoy mm-hmm. your life. You're right. He could have he could have honestly he could have been killed that day. Mm-hmm. You know, and like we, we lamented and and so sad about Kobe. That very easily could have been Tiger Woods, too. That's right. So, uh, yeah, he's out there. Birdie's insignificant. He's playing golf. That's awesome. 877-337-6666. Let's get Jeff in Princeton. He's down south a little bit. What's up, Jeff? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, bud. I'm glad you took my call. Um, Tiki, we talked a little bit a long time ago when I was on about Conti's in Princeton, so I won't get into that. Now, <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
So, um, you know, my thought about Daniel Jones, I love this first year. I obviously love this past year. A couple, a couple years in between, I think he was in the most horrible situation any quarterback could probably be in. Yeah. And uh, I, I uh, listened to Steve Young about a month ago had his hand, when somebody asked him about Daniel Jones, had his hand way up over his head, said the ceiling for Daniel Jones can be way up here. Yeah, I think you, I think he's I right. I think he's right because he's such a good athlete. He's smart. Absolutely. We, we, we've seen his – he can throw the ball where, wherever he needs to. He can make all the throws, and he doesn't have to worry about, you know, being too short to see over the offensive line or athletic enough to escape a pass rush and still make those throws. I, I, I think his evolution – is just starting when this Absolutely. new offense. I think the best thing that could have happened happened, and yep. that is Mike Kafka didn't get siphoned off to be head coach someplace. And so there, I can't wait to see him consistency. And, and all his critics, uh, you know, will have uh, not anything to say anymore. Yeah. But one thing though, Jeff, hold on. I don't think that he's got a lot of dissenters. I, I just think where the where the fracture comes a little bit. And thanks for the call there, Jeff. As we analyze, you know, Jones and what he's worth is it's just. Is it the bottom of – is it the top of the second tier? Mm-hmm. Or is it, like, the bottom of the second yeah, tier? Where, where no is one's he? sitting here saying, like, we were a couple of years ago. Yeah. Is yeah, this guy even going to be here? We're not comparing him to Sam Darnold. No. Right? Or these guys that are just washed out that are still young. Yeah. Because a lot of them. There's a lot of these young guys, young players. It just They're never going to be the guy. Right? That's not Daniel Jones. But the question is, can he be – I'm trying to think – like better than Dak or better than Kurt Cousins. I absolutely think he could be better it, than Dak Prescott. I, mean, I absolutely and do. So, but Dak's been paid. Kurt's been uh, Kurt's been paid. So they are they're like the top of the second tier. And so, can he be better than them and get into that the upper tier? I, I, to me, the answer is yes. I agree. Right? It's just I don't see you know where Dak is, where Kirk Cousins is, just as, just as two random examples, but those are guys who have been paid and have been starters for a couple of years now. I think he could be better than both those guys. In fact, I think if, if things go right and they get they get enough assets and talent around him, the offensive line get fixed, he can be the best quarterback in the NFC East, mm-hmm. right? So I, I just think there's a lot of upside. And the last thing, and couple that with the fact that the last thing you want in a in a NFL with twenty teams that have quarterback issues, is to be one of those now be the twenty first team. Like that's the last thing the Giants need. That's why I think there's an urgency for Daniel Jones. Let us get uh, Tony Bayonne. What's happening, Tony? How are you? What's up, Tony? What's up, guys? Um, one of my biggest fears is, is that the Jets are going to go all in on um, Rodgers, pay not too much attention to Derek Carr. Somebody else grabs Carr. And then Rodgers is done with his games, and he goes back to Green Bay. And then they make a serious move, and they they outbid the Giants for Daniel Jones. Because <laughs> it's not well. I mean, I think hands down, they make the wild card. They win the wild card game, and they have a good shot of winning the divisional game. He can get them into the NFC AFC uh, Championship game. I think the first two components to your 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 possible situation are. Unfortunately, very plausible. Yeah, I don't see the third one happening. I just don't, and I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I don't see the Jets. I don't see the Jets going hard after after Daniel Jones. I can see Rodgers maybe going back to Green Bay. I don't think Carr's coming here. Um, so two out of the three seem likely. I don't see the third happening. I just don't see Daniel Jones Tiny on the Hill. Jets. Tannehill over Jones? No, that's not what I'm saying. Mm. What I'm saying is I don't see the Jets doing that. 
I would take Jones well, over just Jets about go? everybody. Where would the, who would the Jets bring in? I mean, they're going to stick with Mike White? I mean, I mean, listen, you got to listen to the show. We've this, had Tannehill. We've had yeah. conversations everywhere. You've been. This, this, we've been hitting this for two weeks. I've been listening. But this, been this listening. is the conundrum. This is the big issue for the Jets. Well, who would you bring in, Tony? Yeah, who do you want? Forget about Jones for a I'm, second. Who would you bring in? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I would go for Jones. I have to say it. He'd be the next. All right, but say if the Giants lock him up, what, what do you do from the Jets' point um, of view? Rodgers, Green Bay, Carr, New Orleans, what are you doing? Oh, man. Mm. I mean, listen, exactly. they gotta, I think they need they need to strike lightning. I think they would they should go for Rodgers, give up the 13th pick, maybe give up two picks, and, and, and roll with it. I mean, they, they really got nothing to lose right now. Yeah, I mean, well, they have jobs to lose. That's yeah. not true. But yeah, that's right. The jobs are the issue Both you worry about. Them, but yeah. but but Tony, I think your silence Thanks, speaks, Tony. is what is the thing that speaks volumes there. Well, I, there's more answers than he was putting out there. He was a little, uh, really? a little quiet. Yeah, who is it? Jacoby Brissett? No, stop with that name. Please stop saying <laughs> his name. Saying, who is stop. it? But who is it? If Carr and 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 it's Jimmy Garoppolo, <sighs> we forget about Jimmy G already. <sighs> or or it's Danny. You love Jimmy better than you everybody love else. Jimmy G. No. Do you love? I know you don't love Tannehill. No, I don't want Tannehill on this team. I I told the Jets they're not allowed to make the move. (laughs) I said that on the show yesterday. (laughs) They listen to Florida Park. She's not allowed to be there. So the Jets cannot let that happen. And they won't. Blaine Gabbard at 33 and a half years old. He's available. No, but I'm saying, but but the the silence. jumping off. I understand that. But the silence that Tony just projected doesn't mean that that's the absolute answer. There's something above that that is not completely appealing, but not completely off-putting. Like if it's Garoppolo, all right. I mean, I'll I'll be I'll be pumped for the season. I'm not thinking Super Bowl, but I'm knowing my team is going to be pretty good. It's not without hope. Mm. He Gard- made it seem like it was Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. You know, I like Gardner Minshew. I do too. <laughs> I like him more as a backup, but uh, <laughs> no, nah, he can't. He, he can't come in here as the starter. You know, unless you go Mike White, Gardner Minshew. I mean, Geno Smith. I don't think it ever. I think again, I don't think he's leaving. But yeah. Definitely not Sam Donald Hoff. Why are you even like throwing that blasphemy this way? Throw out Minshew, I throw out Donald. Minshew was never here. There's no history. Yeah, but Minshew is also not somebody that I want starting a game for my New York Jets. <laughs> I just don't want. I'm sorry. I know it's we true. love his, his stash and all, but that's about as far as we go. Yeah, he's a good backup. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not going into week one, Gardner Minshew charging out of a tunnel. Dude, this whole list of free agent quarterbacks, except for Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones, are backups. And Derek Carr, obviously, because he's now really free. Uh, other than that, all the rest of these guys are backups. Every single one of them. I know. Every single one. I understand. So uh, Baker could be a starter. He could be a third third level starter. Right spot, good defense, ball control. Yeah, he could yeah. be. He's just That's it. I want to run that experiment. Short but guy. Be. Yeah, no. You know, Zoo hasn't been with us a whole lot um, as we've really amped up this. Who do you? You're a big Jets fan. Who do you think the Jets going to wind up with? Who do I think they're going to wind up? Yeah. Give me both. Think and want. I want Rodgers just yep. because he gives you the best chance to win at any time frame with yeah. any of these quarterbacks. But I think they're going to end up with Jimmy G. And, I, and I'm not feeling too great about that. Mm-hmm. And I, I would be depressed if we got J- Jacoby Brissett. Oh, that's not going to happen. He's, he's <laughs> just saying that to annoy me. I know. He just throws that in there to just keep it... Uh, you know, try to flex his little giant card on me. Let him know <laughs> the superior football team in the room, the franchise. He just does that to just antagonize But it is me. troubling, It's though, not going to be Jacoby Brissett. It is troubling, though, bro, because that is a potential, like, yeah. solution they might go Brissett? for. Brissett? 
Yeah. There's no chance it's going to be Jacoby Brissett. And what if we get left at the altar completely? we got to make sure you... First of all, if that happens, then Joe Douglas probably shouldn't be brought back. Well, yeah. Joe mm-hmm. Douglas cannot allow that to happen. So wait, now, I think now, that's now you're really... putting it on Joe Douglas. He's the general manager. His career going forward is based on who he brings in in free agency. Well, no, no, hold on. No, no, no. Part, no, no. I'm, I'm pro Joe. You know this. Mm-hmm. But the, the evaluation of Joe certainly begins with the bottom line, and he's yet to win. Yes. Okay. But his draft was phenomenal. Yeah. That's obviously a big sure. component. And by the way, if he disappoints us with who he brings in as quarterback and they win 10 games, make the postseason, who cares? Oh, a thousand percent he's back. But, but what I'm saying is at some point you've got to refine the um, the the evaluation and it can't just be broad, uh, well, he drafted well. Did you win or did you lose? And if you whiff on Zach Wilson at number two, which in all probability they did, and then you've had months to construct some offseason plan with multiple appealing quarterbacks as options, and you wind up with Jacoby Brissett, now you lost me. I can't support you anymore. I can't, not with any sort of um, energy. How can I? This is why Derek Carr has to be priority number one. You can't wait around for Roger's decision. You can't wait around for anything else. If you don't want to be left at the altar, you go, Derek Carr, you just need money. Here you go. You're a quarterback. Stability, because it's not going to be a one- or two-year thing. It's going to be five years Call it a day, championship, lock it up. Yeah, I mean, listen, you got you, you got more car on the brain than me. I, I, I like him. I don't love him. But that's separate from what I'm saying here. And this really has not been said because we focus so much on Rodgers and Carr. But there is a baseline acquisition that must occur. Mm-hmm. And if that does not occur, then the flame around Joe Douglas's job status gets ramped up big time. Unless they fix Zach Wilson. Yeah. Like, if it's Jacoby Brissett, it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> I mean, that's... That, that's going to be an off, off-season off screaming session. But I have enough faith in Joe's football acumen to know that that will not happen. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it did... But it's also his, it's also his deal-making ability. I've got faith. And you, you should. Yep. You should. But... There's still because there's, there's such a chance that the Jets end up with nobody. It just really is. See, I don't see it that way. They're going to end up with somebody, but I mean nobody you like. I, I I still don't see it that way. The worst case is Jimmy G, and I'm not enthralled with it, but I'm fine. Mm. Of course, I'm shooting for the for the Hall of Famer. Yeah, Jimmy G's the quarterback. I can live with that for two years. Like that's not a failure. It's a big upgrade. You don't think so? It is. All right. But then so you we gotta, have to be fair to Joe you, at that then point. You, then you got to figure out Zach and draft, well, yeah, some, and then, and draft somebody else. Yeah, well, oof. Mm. 877-337-6666. It is 12 noon on the fan. Uh, we're going all in. Update as well. we got Isaiah Hodgins coming up in 20 minutes. The Giants wide out. So we got two more hours before Cartner Roberts on this Friday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.